Welcome to the Scorpio Rising podcast. I'm Preet. This is Mike. All right, so welcome to the second edition. Yeah, technically the third. Oh yeah, this is the edition. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we threw away the first podcast, but now we're on uh, we're on iTunes. Yeah, and uh, I just show you how easy it is. Yeah, that's it crazy. sounds cool, but it's so easy. And they make you do all the work, right? Yeah. Write your own yeah. XML. Yeah. Host your own file and everything. All they're literally doing is just uh, aggregating XML files for that podcast. It's just the world's biggest RSS feeds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway. So that's a big thing for us. Sorry if we've been annoying everybody on Facebook. I yeah. Because like, if you know both of us, it's like, oh, those guys have a podcast. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> they won't shut up about it. <laughs> but, Check us out anyways. I don't know. Whatever. Thanks to my brother for the feedback, feedback. too. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to dive into uh, right away to being Scorpio. Today. It's our first topic of the day. Yeah. Hmm. So what does it mean to me to be a Scorpio and how did I get into Scorpioism? If you don't know, we're talking about Scorpios. We're talking about astrology. First thing you think about with astrology is horoscopes. Just pretty much, I would say, throw out the horoscopes because it's like that's what throws everybody off of that stuff because they think it's like hokey, hokey pokey. But that's how some astrology people actually make their money. But te- typically for me, I just found I had a book. Who gave me the book? Was it your sister? My, no, it wasn't it was my sister. Really? No, because you, you came to us first with all that stuff and then we all became cognizant after that. You were the really? catalyst. It may have been Andrea. I think it was Andrea. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're not supposed to say anybody's name. Sorry, sorry. sorry people. We'll use it was that code. Was it was. Oh, okay. She's cool. <laughs> she <laughs> understands. She's awesome. Okay. That was the rule number one. Don't talk about people that we know. <laughs> <laughs> Already okay. broke our rules. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay. At least it isn't third person Thursday or something. Yeah. Okay, back to what I'm in the Scorpio thing. I got way off track here. Andrew gave me this book. Started reading this book. I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. She explained a bit about it. And when you're growing up as a Scorpio, wah, 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 you know, pull out your world's smallest violin, play world's smallest song. It's a little difficult, I think. It's more like you're like more intense and you don't know what the fuck's going on. You're all, all over the fucking map. So if you think like that, then you might be a Scorpio. And then if you read the books and stuff, you start to be aware of what you're doing. And this can be for any sign, really, not just Scorpios. I just happen to be a Scorpio. So if you look into kind of what you're doing uh, and how you're living and the little mistakes you keep making... That would be explained by your sign, and it'll just blow your mind. Mm-hmm. I just I haven't found anything like it, and the only thing I can sorry to ramble on here, but the only thing I can uh, equate it with is if you know that the, that the body is made of seventy five percent water, the brain or whatever it's made a lot of percentage water. The brain's a lot of percentage water. So if you think about the moon going around the sun, makes the tides maybe the point where the planets are and the, the magnetic fields actually impacted the same patterns of growth of of nerves in your brain and maybe that's what makes you similar but I don't know I know a lot of Scorpios and they're similar Pre, your thoughts I was actually thinking the same thing like what is it about the exact alignment of planetary objects causes you to be so different on like different days and one thing that's um, even even though we're both Scorpios uh, I'm a different sun sign I think it is or is it moon sign moon sign and I'm completely different in some respects even though we share similar characteristics so it's something about the amalgamation of all the planets and like their gravitational pull or maybe like electromagnetic field what it's like crazy that it's something like that affects the baby in development and also another thing is um what about people who are born early you know like when is it is it when you're born that determines who you are or was well, it obviously when you're supposed birthday. to be born no but all like could it be at the oh, yeah, point where the dissemination is you know is it like what that determines is crazy, or is it the I never thought of it that far back or is it like the cumulative electromagnetic radiation that you're exposed I don't know it's just nuts like, I'd say when your brain so starts many... to develop because yeah. it's not physical there's yeah. no physical thing but when your brain starts to develop I bet you it's from day one when your brain is making neurons because I was born um, two months premature but it's still the day or a born. month and a half premature oh I see what you're saying yeah, but I'm still crazy Scorpio. I'm more Scorpio than I am whatever the other ones are. Or am I? Maybe I when I you're born, there's a big change in your brain. Yeah. Maybe it's like, you know, when you get a new piece of electronics and you have to pull that little, the little paper dealy out from under the battery to yeah. make it work? 
Maybe there's a trigger. That's a okay, trigger. we're completely digressing. <laughs> yeah, but Interesting to talk about. We can go back and talk about that later. But okay, sure. Basically, that's where we've gotten. The, 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 he has this book. He has this book uh, that Andrew gave him. We can say Andrew's name. We're not saying anything bad or whatever. And uh, he came to me like I. He came to me with this book, and he'd been reading it, and he's like, "Oh no, Scorpios are really intense," and he was telling me all about this stuff. Like, no way. And he read. Uh, the day that I was born, for each day that you're born, it has like the combination sun sign, moon sign, and yeah, what one. the characteristics are. And it blew me away. It blew me away that, you know, at least 80% of it resonated with me. And also I learned some stuff about me that I kind of, I kind of knew, but it wasn't really formalized, you know? Like you have a hinting suspicion of, but you're like, oh, that's totally it. I'm exactly like this, mm-hmm. right? Um... And it just kind of blew me away. And then I showed it to my sisters and it blew them away. And we found all these common car- characteristics. And I have three, two other sisters that are uh, Scorpios as well. <laughs> crazy. Two other sisters that are Scorpios as well. We're and it's so uncanny much, how similar we are. We're all very, very similar. And reading that book actually helped me deal with them because I understood. They're like, it's just a Scorpio thing. Y'all, y'all get crazy sometimes, you know? <laughs> but what are some things that you can say that are common across Scorpios? Usually, like, quiet and reserved, but, like, not, you know... Like an introvert, but uh, constantly thinking, right? Introvert, yeah. And things are just a lot more intense. Like, you're, like, you you never take things really lightly. Yeah. Like, everything that you do is, like, so much. You're like, oh, focus on it so much. And you just get obsessive fucking compulsive. The worst part of it is, like, it's it's like a power of good or a power of evil. Yeah. You can can harness your power of of good to to work, like, forever, all day, every day, every day, every day, every day. But it's still just an obsession. It's the same as, like, doing drugs. It's like we become perfectionists for everything, you know? We just, we go nuts with stuff. Yeah. And you have to teach yourself, like, it's good enough. It's it's okay. You get you you past the point you want to get to. Yeah. Just move on, so you could keep going. Yeah, it's like this is hour six now, Mike. You like I'm like rationalizing with myself. I'm like, come on, don't worry about it. I made a breakthrough today. It's on. I told you, I'm not gonna go to Virgin. Breakthrough. That's what. I made a breakthrough today. I was just pissed off, right? And I and I I was just pissed off, and I'm like, this is never gonna work. I'm trying to do this data loading for this customer. I'm like, yeah, this won't work. This won't work. This won't work. I fucking hate data loading. And um, then I was just like, I went back just before I came, I'm gonna come over here, and I was like stoked. I'm like, I got my Xbox, you know, like sushi. And then I'm like, I can't let this piss me off because it's like, it's a project that I still have to do. I still have yeah. to work on it. And I've been working on it all last night, and I was like, yeah. couldn't get it. And then I'm like, oh, this is such a curse, right? And then I thought of this quote uh, a, regular, a regular man or warrior sees everything as a challenge, and a regular man sees everything as a blessing or a curse. So I was thinking, I understood that. But when I'm thinking and I'm leaving and I'm like this, the fact that I haven't finished this thing is going to be so strong in my head that as I'm over here, it's going to ruin my whole day. And I'm like, I can't let it do that. It's a challenge to me to solve the problem. It's not a curse on me. It's a challenge for me to solve it. And I had heard that quote before, but I never rang as true as that. So I can finally say to myself, just relax the fuck out. It's a challenge that you can meet later and you can still be intense on it. Yeah. So that's probably one of the bigger things. The sex well. thing too. <laughs> the, um, I think the weird magnetism mystery thing. And it's kind of like people think like, oh, you're doing it on purpose or something. But it's just like, I hate talking about myself. Yeah. I just, I would rather die than have people like focusing on me or talking about myself. I don't, if you want to ask me questions about myself, like, yeah, I'll talk about myself. But I just, I'm really conscious of never talking about things. Yeah. It's just part of the introvert thing. It's like, not even just introversion. It's like... The weird thing is that for, like, we're completely different in how we are socially, right? You're like very, at, at first you were very introverted or whatever. And I was, I liked going out and doing social things, right? That was because of the whole moon sign. Yeah. Uh, the sex thing is actually uh, something that I came to realize, obviously. <laughs> With your sex, yeah, but it's true. Just obsession, everything. Obsession, yeah. obsession, obsession. It, I think the best word is passionate. We are insanely passionate. There you go. It's, which is why I, uh, it's, a, it's a funny thing. I chose a phoenix as my last background for my website. Yeah. Uh, a flaming phoenix. Yeah. Just because I thought it, it represented me 
extremely well. It's the other side. But it's funny that it's the other, I didn't even know it was the other side for Scorpion. So yes. the thing that, that I picked um, Phoenix for my website background because, uh, you know, like a Phoenix, it's just like it burns, which means it's really passionate, really intense. And it burns, it burns, it burns. And, from, uh, and then it burns out and then it becomes ashes. And then from the ashes, a new Phoenix is born. That's kind of similar with me. Like I kind of need to, I, I come in waves, you know, like waves of inspiration and uh, it's like really cyclical and then I just burn out at the end or something like I have to hit a really really bad low and then all of a sudden I come right back again <laughs> like I'm reborn every almost uh, three months or something like that I just completely change mm. it's funny that it's just I don't even know so well, see, <clears throat> you have the fixed mutable and cardinal as well so the, the features of it yeah. so technically we're water yeah which is emotional and we're fixed yeah. with, a, with a fixed sign. We don't like change. Uh, we don't like movement like that. Mu uh, one of the mutables, one of the cardinals, I don't remember which. The cardinal, I think, starts energy. Mm -hmm. The mutable finishes energy. Wow. And the fixed is, is energy, more energy neutral. So in my life, I know, my life has been climbing a ladder. Like yeah. It's like I go, I climb, I move, I keep the good parts and I keep rolling, rolling, rolling. At a certain yeah. point, just burn everything and yeah. just change the way, like, you learn, you grow, your opinions change. Yeah. As William Blake said, like, the man, if a man does not change his opinion, his mind is like um, a pond of water and he grows reptiles of the mind. It's like still water. Yeah. A, man who, a man who never changes his opinion is like stale, is like uh, stagnant water yeah. and grows reptiles of the mind. I thought that was funny because in Scorpio you're fit, you're fixed, so everything is a slow progression. We yeah. don't we don't we don't start a bunch of things. You know we might jump onto things in the middle, you know, but we have like we want to finish them. It's like the whole thing, right? We're not yeah. we're not just starting or we're not just finishing. We generally will see we want to see our projects go all the way to the end. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But it also means change is gay. You don't like change. Like you might not. You you won't feel it outwardly, but you'll feel it in inside yourself. It's true. It's hard. It, it's really hard for me to do like big change. The gradual change is a little different, mm -hmm. but because it's, it's slowly yeah, grinding. But the me moving to California was really hard, man. And then even when I was down there, I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. So it was I wanted to come back. Like the change change is really difficult. Yeah, for sure. And it, it, the thing is, it's not your conscious choice. Yeah. It's so, uh, like, it's like I didn't even start realizing that I had all these weird ticks. Like, when I start to really, when I really watch what I'm doing, yeah. I get super, super mad super quick or super, super, like, pissed off or um, frustrated really, really quickly. And I see that, I see what that sets off. I see what, I see the triggers that it's starting to set off. So it's pretty damn cool. But the pro I think the only problem with being a Scorpio is like you spend so much time like suppressing yeah. the intensity that at a certain point you've suppressed it so long that it's just suppressed. Yeah. And then I find like I'm like, oh I'm so boring. I don't care yeah. about I just wanna do what I wanna do. I just wanna be who I wanna be. I don't care anymore. Like yeah. I'm just focusing on that one thing. So, anyways. What else about Scorpios? No, we've digressed. We can also be very uh like because we're so intense and so passionate, it kind of pre it prevents us from sometimes picking the right, like making the right decisions and yeah. stuff. You know, how many times we're like we're insanely intelligent, but we're not as intelligent as other signs. You know, other signs are very calm, very wise, and air signs. Like, air signs. Yeah. Air signs are air signs are intelligent signs. Yeah. They only think. Every decision they make is thought about. See that. Which is crazy because I always think I overthink everything. <laughs> I always think I overthink everything. But <laughs> uh, Mike is eating sour Skittles right now and his face is priceless. It's so funny. Okay, I think the Scorpio stuff is done. Anyways, in, in a long... In, sorry, we could talk about this forever. Yeah. Being a Scorpio is awesome. And we, uh, we'll touch on it many more times. Yeah. Yeah, we should make that a common theme for every. Yeah, a, a little little clippers. Yeah, like five minutes of just talking think, about being a Scorpio. See, I think maybe maybe when Scorpios were um, being formed, it's a more intense sign. It's one of the strongest signs. Yeah. 
So you'll often find people with Scorpio tattoos so a lot yeah. of the times just because they uh, they identify with it so much because it's strong. Yeah. I find that the air signs, yeah. are the air signs and the earth signs are the least, um, they believe in it the least wow. because their personalities might be a little bit less intense. Yeah. Because they're a little bit more calm, a little yeah. bit more intelligence. They're just calm and cool, right? Yeah. Fire people, I find, do yeah. Aries and the uh, Sagittarius, especially Scorpios. So do you there find fires and water? Do you find that uh, we should talk certain about people? Are, yeah, certain people. Anyways, I, I know a lot of Scorpios. It's funny how many Scorpios I know. Okay, let's talk about the next thing. Should I go first? About yeah. my topic? Yeah, do it. Okay, so your technology evolution one. I've been. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna talk about some stuff that I learned through my bio class, relating it to some stuff from Dawkins, and then we're gonna extrapolate to technology. But so um, I've, I've been reading the Self Esteem by Richard Dawkins, and it's a great book. It's insanely interesting, and. It, uh, I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with God, technically, or whatever. Because before before he's been known as the atheist, he was a great biologist, a Darwinian uh, biologist. Mm -hmm. So he talks about, basically, from Genesis until, uh, yeah, like, up until Genesis, everything was um, uh, energy minimization. So, basically, he talks about how, how the world was potentially created, right? See, I looked up that... I looked at that energy minimization yeah. and it said um, that it was the way that atoms organize themselves to the path of least resistance. Is that not it? just that? It's anything. Okay, so let me, the second law of thermodynamics and the second law of I think it's physics, anyways, basically says objects tend to minimize their potential energy, right? And you find that you can describe any type of motion. In, in the terms of energy minimization. So you define like a cost function or an energy function, mm -hmm. and then you want to find the solution that minimizes it. That's why like the the best the optimal solution to travel from point A to point B is a straight line. You can prove that through energy minimization. Okay. Um, but a lot of things in, in, everything in nature attempts to minimize its energy. Like the second law of, of thermodynamics is that the universe is in constant motion towards entropy, which is like randomness. Mm -hmm. um, this is digressing from my point, but uh, so energy minimization is a huge thing in physics that, that you can use to explain any type of movement, right? And in molecules, it's that's also molecules combine in a way to minimize their energy. That's why that's why you get like uh, reactions, chemical reactions, exothermic reactions. It's because they're giving off energy in the form of kinetic energy. To lower their minimized potential energy, right? <laughs> so Darwin talks about how at the beginning of the world um, there was initially just uh, a couple of elements like nitrogen, uh, I think carbon, oxygen, or not oxygen, nitrogen, carbon, ammonia, or something like that. Anyways, some basic set of elements, I forget what they are. And uh, there were also insane volcanic activity and insane um, lightning activity. So there's constant shocks of energy mm -hmm. going into the system <laughs> and he's saying that all of these um, elements eventually uh what happens is they went they go into the water and there's also water at the beginning of the world right they go into the water and all these shocks of lightning they add energy to it to make the uh the elements combine into weird shapes to form amino acids and then through that through energy minimization because energy is being added all these molecules want to combine with other molecules to to minimize their potential energy. So he talks about how um, with the term he uses is not is not just um, what is it? energy minimization, but it's the law of law of the stable. Like they're trying to law of the stable is a general uh, statement, and law of energy minimization is within it. Anyway, sorry, I didn't <laughs> sorry. Um, anyway, so he talks about how these these molecules could form amino acids and then from amino acids you form proteins yeah. and uh, you can also form nucleotides which forms DNA. Mm -hmm. So it goes from the beginning about how all these molecules minimize their energy to to um, add up together mm -hmm. to form basically building blocks building blocks building. for humans, yeah. right? Not just for humans. So it goes into evolution um, based on... Yeah, not just for humans, everything. Sorry? Everything. Yeah. yeah. 
and he's uh, like, all that stuff is based off of energy minimization. It's like a fundamental principle across the universe. Everything moves to minimize its energy. You put a ball at the top of a hill, it's going to roll down the hill. Why? Because it wants to minimize its potential energy. But also because of gravity. Yeah, but the gravity is also due to potential energy. It's trying to minimize, you're trying to minimize your potential energy. But it can't. That's why it's... That's why you get pulled in. I kind of lost track. So of everything, about. <laughs> everything's everything is a huge energy minimization problem. I'm not. I mean, okay, that sounds really. What if crazy. we were just in a spark in another planet, another world? This is the ultimate. Like, <laughs> where are we, dude? What you if know we're what? Just in a spark. In when you when you look at world. string theory and stuff, and they're talking about, you know, fifteen dimensions. Yeah. That means that physicists have been dealing with multi-dimensional stuff for a long time, dude. Yeah. It makes you wonder, like. What are those other dimensions? I bet you with all the stuff that's going on in CERN, they have multi-dimensional calculations. You know? They said they found the God particle, but they never. The Higgs boson? Yeah, Higgs boson. For people who don't know what the Higgs boson is, it's a, um, it's a subatomic particle that uh, essentially is supposed to account for the majority of the weight of the subatomic particles or the, the particle in total, and it also holds its gravitational it's pull. Everything. Yeah, it the holds everything together. So finding, they call it the, the God particle, uh, even though real physicists yeah. hate that name. Get over it. But, uh, Get over it. Use your publicity, otherwise nobody pays attention. But it hasn't been found yet. That's crazy. It's I the know, biggest, most massive thing. They said they did. Sir? Somebody said it at some point, and then I just didn't hear anything more about it. They're building a large Hadron Collider in Switzerland. Dude, Switzerland would be a crazy country to live in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't know what to expect there. Okay, so the other part I wanted to talk about was... Uh, the technology shit. So I briefly, I did, did that terribly, but briefly talked about how evolution is just energy minimization. You learned some crazy stuff about behavioral evolution in, in that bio class. Really? Like, have you watched BBC Life? I watched the green and blue one, or like the, what was it? Underwater or oh, sea? You gotta watch BBC sea? Life. The, is like the new one with Oprah? No, you, the American one's with Oprah. Okay. No, no, it's not with Oprah. Life is with David Attenborough. Life's the, the original one, right? No, Life is the last one that they did. Really? We'll watch some of it, but the stuff that they show there is basically all evolution. It's like oh, different ways that like things animals have evolved yeah. to help them uh, survive, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is Darwinian evolution right there. Yeah. I was thinking about your technology thing when you were saying um, like rocks and, you know, yeah. evolution. Is that, you want to introduce that or you so have some points on that? My thing is that, like if you look at, at the history of, I guess, animals in general and how they've evolved over time, like the one thing that I, the one thing that I think that we're using to evolve is technology. And if you think about in the past generation, say technology could be even as basic as agriculture, right? Agriculture allowed for there to be more people in the world, you know, because you don't, you can grow the food and you don't have to go out hunting and gathering and spend all that energy and potentially face tons of predators at that time. Like agriculture was a huge thing. That was a huge technology. And you go in there into like road systems. It also allows for massive transport of people, growing of big cities, and, and therefore increasing the population of the world. So it's like allowing us to, allowing more people to, people to survive better. So I see like technology as our main mechanism for survival. But having more people is not the goal. No. Having more people is to kill everyone else. Yeah. I think at a certain point... Well, you're going to reach that. You're going to reach that. Eventually, regular yeah. population is going to go down. Yeah. Big That's what I was going to say. Because the only way you get evolution is death. Yeah. Because the ones that die don't procreate. Exactly. Death is what makes... And death is nature's way. If you think... And this relates to my consumption conversation I wanted to have. This is a house of cards, people. We have a finite string that we're working on. We have so much oil, basically unlimited oil, that everybody can basically afford right now. We're on the cusp. Once the mail stops running, 
like once the oil starts draining out, man, you know, you think that things are going to go shit sideways, but it's not going to be instantaneous. Yeah. Right. So we're building this, we're building this house of cards right now. And we have so much superfluous technology. Yeah. So much of it is on that agriculture is awesome. Maybe some cars, but we don't need it. And all these cities and things. Think about you war too. Think of, it's the exact same war thing. War is technology look, too. Yeah. Look at um, war is the difference. Technology. The Romans versus the the Greek. The difference in the armor. The difference in the yeah. strategy. Yeah. That's the technology. Man. The Germans and that's Romans how. Romans and Germans fucking yeah. people up. So and that's technology. Important. That's concepts. It's technology. Too, ideas. It gets to a superfluous point where yeah. it's like more technology doesn't equal more reliability. Mm -hmm. It's like once you get like bulletproof armor, yeah. it doesn't really matter because you have to die and if you live, it's it makes the most sense. But if you die, but it have to then be the guy with the stick had the better technology. Yeah. And it goes around in a circle. So that was That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it does technology doesn't have, just have to be like computers and whatever. Well, crazy, stuff's... crazy money. I mean, it could yeah. be, it could be yeah. tech, guerrilla warfare. Yeah. Almost. It's like a technology. Idea. Those are our mechanisms yeah. to uh, but it's the war side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Look at how much money the fucking U.S. has invested in weapons. I I've been watching like just just during the day. I would have this like uh, world's most deadliest weapons or world's most dangerous oh, weapons. Have you seen that? And he he goes through like smart bombs and like uh, the Stinger missile, the what? Javelin missile. What? Holy shit, man! To kill tanks, a group of uh, special operations guys took out nineteen. No, they took out a column of tanks with only nineteen of them. And they took them out. But the funny thing is, later on, they say that each missile is $40,000. <laughs> so they shot $19,000, $40,000 to take out a whole column of tanks. Wow. And only guys, no tanks, no death. No wow. Death, no death. So it's like, how much more of this technology? The world has none of this. Yeah. The world has not even a piece of this. They have some of the jets, maybe older technology. So in that way, that's a totally. If somebody, if some nation spent all of their money on weapons, then maybe they they never that. That's what the U.S. is, man. Yeah. The U.S. is they the nation. How many like seven billion a year on the war or something? Or no, trillion, seven trillion dollars a year on the war. Well, I heard this one plane with the replacement for the F twenty two Raptor. Yeah. Was going to cost like six hundred billion dollars to make it. <laughs> it was like, Terrorists. You don't have any money. Yeah. Where is it coming from? It's great. And it's like that. I don't way. want to get into that conversation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll talk about the WikiLeaks another time. Yeah. We've got to do more research. Very interesting guy. Um, Julian Assange. What were we talking about? Technology, technology. and. Um, How but the weird thing is. Okay, I had some other points so too. I want to talk about, like, if we look at the past, then the mechanism mm. for each and every civilization to prosper over the other. and and also for us to in increase our numbers has been some sort of technology, right? Sure. And um, like the train, the train, the concept of agriculture, et cetera, the concept of uh, rotating crops. I mean, that's a technology too. I didn't know that shit didn't bring one. Yeah. And, uh, but now we get at this point where, I don't know, maybe the just a time period that we've been dealing with isn't large enough to to figure out that technology that's going to help us evolve. But it's, when you look at it these days, the technology that we're evolving seems so weird, you know, like who the fuck computer information. <laughs> yeah. Like computer information networks is like, how much info do we need to pass between one another? Are we really getting smarter? Cause I don't think so. I don't think we're getting smarter because of this technology. And I think some people are still out there, yeah. but I think because of this technology, we have counteracted natural selection and we started with it. It's, you know, part of our DNA is to impress females with our, our innovative intelligence. Mm -hmm. When we start to invent things, we spend too much time with specialization, with invention. Yeah. And you still, you have these invention guys, they make a lot of money because they're making F-22 Raptors. They're making nuclear power plants. But as soon as, as soon as we can't satisfy all of our needs all at once, shelter, health, uh, food, safety as soon as one of those falls then we have to go back to the innovative guy yeah. he might be a fucking he might work for fedex in a truck but he can figure out how to make a shield out of a garbage can lid and a, and a thing and he's safer right then it'll just go back to that yeah. where people that are useless you'll be like 
you're fucking useless, fatty. Get away from my rice bags, right? <laughs> yeah. and that's what it's going to be. Yeah. But I'm so hungry, I can't find my own food. Get the fuck away from my food. That's what I'm going to be saying, right? Because yeah. it's going to be like my family or your family. Yeah. But it's we have never seen that. I've never had to worry about that. Yeah. But at some point, it's going to come back to that. Yeah. So you better fucking train jujitsu. You're going <laughs> to choke out fatties. You're going to take down mean people. Choke them out. Leave them in the street. <laughs> I think every, at least every guy should have some... I mean, you don't even have to have the tinfoil hat shit going on. Just you should know how to defend yourself against another guy. Yeah, just that's true. like have pride and ha- and and hunting is just it's natural. It's uh, it's what we're supposed to do as animals. I mean, yeah, sure, you'd be a professor or something like that, but which is cool. Don't get me yeah. wrong, Mr. Professor, we're here at it. Yeah, but you should you should <laughs> have yeah, no you should be able to shit. protect your family if shit hits the fan. That's yeah. that's all, all I'm saying, right? If some dudes pointing a gun at your wife or threatening to beat up your wife or something like that you don't want to be like oh shit all i can do is calculate the velocity at which your hand is going to hit my wife and then hit me you want to be able to do something right energy minimization he is gonna strike me because that minimizes his energy Uh, it's true it's true but yeah i know i just think like you know, it's getting, like the pussification again, again, the man pussification. We weren't so clear on this last time. I think we got really diverted. But the thing is, we are so pussified and, and we don't get a chance to be, we don't get a chance to be in a war. Yeah. We don't get a chance to hurt other people and defend your people. We don't yeah. have a chance to hunt the food. Yeah. All of our biological reward centers are gone. I get no biological rewards from Fixing a computer you system know what? or a it's business it's, system. It's because we're not in pain. It's not. Co- it's because we're not exposed to fear, proper fear and pop- proper pain. The challenges. Because think about it. Like our entire society attempts to alleviate the symptoms of everything. Like yeah. you take pills for depression. Yeah. You uh, you you take pills so you don't cough as much when you're cold. Even though it doesn't even it doesn't kill the cold. All it does is it stop you from coughing. Right. Our entire society has been about minimizing the amount of pain that we're enduring. And these people that went through these hard times went through so much pain and so much craziness that it made them hard. We're, we're doing the exact opposite. Everything is gearing us towards being extremely soft. You know? So soft that men are becoming gay. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> I'm just joking. We got, we got no... We're not... Yeah. That's just a joke. I, I think... People should be no able to offense, use the no word offense. gay without it being meaning like homosexual. Because just like, I mean, Joe Rogan got shit for this, but it's just a word. It's just a, yeah. Nothing offends people that don't, if you care, the more, if you care too much, the people that don't matter care and the people that care don't matter. matter. That's yeah. it. Because I mean, like nobody can say anything to, what are you going to say? You fucking student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing you can call me will even offend me anything to you there isn't even a brown people slur how'd they get out of that yeah packy but that, is that brown people I mean, I white mean, people don't know enough that they call it packy white people yeah, call me a packy what? like you fucking packy I'm like you're not a packy get your country straight <laughs> my parents came from India yeah I'm an indie listen listen you mick <laughs> oh wait you're from Canada Listen, you hoser. It doesn't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Who cares? It's so fucking stupid. Oh. Text message. Oh, I wanted to say something. Uh, so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely not against gay people. That was no, just not terrible. at all. I don't. You know, I, I just, I think if you're gay and you're cool with it, why do you care if anybody else says you're gay or anything? You know what a faggot originally means? Did you see that? Did you see that? Cigarette. No, actually, before cigarettes comes from people think that fag was. Uh, something that you burned, so it'd be a faggot of wood. Yeah, yeah. Right. So then it was fag is something that you burned. That's, that's funny because that's my. But that, that's in the game. Isn't it. That isn't it. What? Where did it come from? Apparently, a faggot was um, uh, something that wasn't. It wasn't the wood. It wasn't. It wasn't the burning of the wood. It was the burden. Burden of carrying the wood. So they would call women faggots if they were just burden burdensome. And they wouldn't carry on. Like, they had to carry them. It's like, uh, you're, you're, we're walking here. Like, you have to keep up the pace. Stop, yeah. being a, stop being a faggot. So that was apparently the etymology or whatever. Wow. existing the beginning of the world. I thought the fag thing, too, fit to burn. Yeah. But I don't think that's it. I think it's, like, you're you're as bad as a woman. You're a faggot. Uh, you're, uh, you know what I mean? Wow. 
So I don't know. That's really offensive. That's it's very offensive. That's really offensive. But the thing is, if because people were assholes back then too. I don't know. It's like you know, we can talk about this all day. Yeah. Technology. <clears throat> Technology. What was I going to say? I had one other the thing internet. to say about it. The internet has nothing to do with our DNA. It takes away. Yeah. We spend all day looking for this biological reward, yeah. and. Can you get it? No. Like we spend so much time communicating, but we never talk to anybody. We yeah. never fucking it's weird. We, we even though, even though, um, I mean, there's good, there's great things about That's lots of websites out is here. About. Is uh, <laughs> connecting. Yeah. Sorry. But sometimes, like, the, for example, Skype. Right. Skype is amazing because I'm still able to talk to my family across the world and oh, yeah, see them. Sure. Uh, but I find that uh, with like Facebook and stuff. I don't Facebook my close friends uh, at all, you know, it's just random people. It's like, I feel, I only, I talk to my real friends through other mechanisms and stuff. So it's not like it's making us more connected to other people. You still have to get in your fucking car and drive. Yeah. And the intensity of the connections are nowhere near what they should have been, you know? Isn't there like a a number of the maximum amount of people you can keep in your life? It's really low, but I don't know what it is. I think you can only remember 150 people, like, max, and then you start to be fuzzy. Yeah. What was that number of the size, the number of what is the maximum uh, community size or something like that? Oh, it was 150. I think it was 150. Was it? Before shit hits the pan. Because I did the anthropology. Yeah. And they're talking about, like, they have uh, first days with the tribes. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody has... This is, this is the argument of anthropologists. In a tribe, nobody has enough control over you to be in any position of power right everybody works for their own food everybody eats their own stuff everybody makes their own shit so they have they have what they they call big men which are like charismatic leaders male generally so this charismatic person who gets people to work for him or work with him or be a community with him just by charisma alone so you get to a certain and that's um, they call him a big man not a chief because a chief has some sort of power and then you get to a point where you start to get how did this go? You get somebody who has something on you. In Chinese religion, Chinese culture, it was religion, and in here it was mostly agriculture, because you'll get people that are um, like the, the the landlord system. Mm-hmm. So people were working, 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 and then one guy, one time, there's a drought, and then the guy's like, "Oh, my crops are better than yours. I'm a magician, uh, but not really. You have agriculture. Uh, I'm a magician. Come and follow me. I'm uh, magic. Uh, Look for me. Somehow I know all this stuff, but really all he knows is don't eat those uh, and put that with some water on it. It's a magician. That's where shamanism started. Uh, they didn't know something, but they didn't know that it was. They didn't scientifically figure it out. They just did, it and it looked like magic. Yeah, and they always did it. Anyways. So you're going with people, you get the agriculture, the people that are starving, they can't grow their crops, they come to you and, and they're like, we need some of your crops. So he's like, okay, you can live on my land that I am agriculturing and you can grow a farm, but you have to give me a little bit of your surplus. So he combines a lot of more, he intensifies the production, intensification of the production. So you have intensified people making a lot of corn and stuff, but they give the, they give the landlord a little piece. Every, like, 20 of them give him a, the food. So now he doesn't have to do anything except own the land. Wow. Then at a certain point, he realizes, I have so much fucking surplus, I can sell it. And then he says, get the fuck off my land. I don't want you living here. I'm going to make it all into corn production. And then, <clears throat> and then they say, okay, well, hmm, now we need labor. So you guys can come back on and work. And that's the point where they split our lives with our careers. Wow. Because now it's not you and your family growing your food. It's you leave the family area and you go and you work for this person and you get paid with money. That's where monetary systems came in. So they give you money and they'd say, well, you, you, you know, you go buy your own food somewhere else. Work for me. And then there's the factories. People yeah. were all unemployed. They're like, well, shit, we'll make these people manufacture these things. And that's Henry Ford's mass production. Wow. So yeah, people leaving farms, coming in, mass production, They've split your life with your career. Now you work just to get money, just to bring it back to your family. You don't get to you, know, you don't get to hunt with your brothers and mm-hmm. your relatives. It's crazy that I left that class just like motherfuckers, motherfuckers splitting up our families <laughs> and our careers. Yeah. So now my instinct is to make money to to take care of my family. But it's like I'm making money, but I'm not hunting to catch anything mm-hmm. to, to give them something that I can see. 
I feel like I'm doing something, but that's why anything I do is like a, that's why it's like everything I do, I do it for you. That's what you were saying. Like, you know what I mean? That's the, so, so that's why Boohoo City Guys, we work and we know lots of stuff, but we aren't necessarily fulfilled in the same way. So I think martial arts comes into that. Mm -hmm. You can bring yourself back. Something like the reserves my brother does is totally different. It's service. It's doing something. It's bonding with guys. It's being part of the male community. You know, you can't put us on the sidelines fixing. You know, the the, the best part of my day is like fixing something at home or like mm -hmm. doing the doing raking leaves. I just go outside for a break and rake you know the leaves. You know I was thinking this the other day, like, I feel the smartest when I fix something in my house by myself. <laughs> like, I figure out something, like, yesterday I uh, untwisted the wires on the boiler just to swap the zones. Yeah. I felt, like, so smart. I'm like, ha-ha, I didn't have to call someone for this shit. <laughs> or one day I installed a, a tap by myself. I was like, ha-ha, don't have to call a plumber. I feel so smart when you do that compared to, like, the crazy physics shit that I do on a regular day that I just don't even care about. I, I don't feel any reward from it. Uh, it's like, oh, I did that question, whatever. I did that question. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, going to school for this, and then, you know, people have been learning this shit their entire lives. Or like, how to change your own oil. Like, ah, I figured it out. I used to do that all the time. It's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but so many people don't even know how to change a tire. They don't even know how to open their hoods. Yeah. And they look at you when you do it. When you change the tires or put on a flat, they're like, oh my god. This manly buff dude. I changed his tire for him. He's like, oh, yeah. So Thanks. easy. Put on my spare. He's like, I don't know how to do it. I'm like, okay. Maybe you should stop going to the gym, man. Yeah, it's completely useless. At a certain point, it's yeah. like, you're okay, you're physically strong now. Go yeah. do something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Even, even if you're strong, man. I, if, if I would have went to MMA at 205, I would have just got annihilated. Because... I I know it's smaller guys than me that just beat the crap out of me. It's yeah. all technique. Yeah. Like being big isn't gonna win fights. It's just gonna mean you literally drop harder. Because you don't like all the power isn't from your weight. The only the only thing that you gain from getting more weight Leverage. is is control over the person on the ground. But if you're in a stand up fight with someone or like a bar fight, you're going down, son. If 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 definitely if it's the big guy has no experience. Yeah. Tyler would blast you, man. Tyler would blast yeah. your fucking head off. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to talk about people. <laughs> you would be fucking unconscious before anybody knew. Yeah. Because where in Powell River, they fight. Like yeah. they really fight, man. Like you, like the guys will try and fight with you. Wow. I've never even occurred. That has never fucking happened to me. They do that. They did where I grew where I grew up. It was nasty. Vernon must be very similar. Like we'd go to well, Vernon was usually okay. Places because yeah. I mean it's a like older person town, right? It's a it's an older everyone's town. I mean don't mean to be racist, but everyone there is well, I guess Powell River. It's pretty much the same as Powell River, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, uh so. people were just chill there's during that time already. nobody I think the, the generation before us was a little more intense, but generally everyone was pretty chill. But if we went to this place called Lumby, anytime I went to a Lumby party, Lumb Lumbie's really small. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a farming community. It's like you go to the party, first thing the guy looks at you and he's like, Wanna fight? Dude, what? I just right. got here. He's like, Wanna fight? No. They just go to places just to get in fights. It's like cavemen almost. It's That's crazy. what you do though. You prove yourself and then women are like, I don't oh. want to fight. You never go to fight? I never got to fight. I'm like, man. No, but you're not going to even consider it? I'm going to fight. You're not going to get a fucking bohawk and like do even a jujitsu? I might. In a year. Oh no, I mean no, I, that's different. I know it's completely that's different. Like that's that's competitive. It's, drive, though. it's it's more about competition to me than it is like I want to beat that guy's ass or whatever. It's more what about competition going there and comp competing. But in real life you just wanna chill. Like I don't know, I just I just don't want to get in anyone's face. It's like whatever dude. What's the point of fighting me for no reason? To prove that you're more manly so that women will like you. That's what they respond to back in, in the rural zones. So you're saying, yeah. I gotta go to bars and get in fights with people now? No. To get more ladies. If you lived in Lundy or wherever the hell. Yeah, Lundy, yeah. Lundy. If you live there, think about it. Girls here, smart people move to cities. Yeah. Smart people have kids. They're smart kids. Oh, that's the other thing I want to talk about. Oh, uh, so I'll get pe that. So people here are more cerebral. That's why city girls 
are annoying. They're just... I don't like... Personally, I'm not a fan of Pink and Pink. It's just flaky. Yeah. In general, City's so mix, mixy-mixy. Yeah. But it, the further you go out, the more they're like, you know... Chill. Chilled out and yeah. like they don't... Down to earth. The problem is they don't think as much. Yeah. So you can't That's relate true. to them as much if you like to think. Yeah. Simple. Simplicity. I don't want really to say they're simple as in they're dumb. But, but their goals and aspirations are nowhere beyond their, the city, you know? It's also like... People who state who but they're also there's like by the two basic people, things, right? Man. There's two people. There's there's people that grow up in a small town. Yeah. I mean, two people, types of people from small towns. People that grow up in a small town and stay there. Yeah. People that grow up in a small town believe and go and do it in a big city. Yeah. Right. People that stay there just just believe in just but, chilling out there. You know. But they 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 don't get like we get such stimulation from all of the ask from all of the angles. Yeah. But I think we're just so saturated. We're so saturated with these like appeasing our desires. That we are just always, um, you know, we're, we're over, we're saturated. We don't appreciate the little things. It's true. That's what I'm getting at. So if you're out there, that's why I like going back home, because then yeah. I start to appreciate the small things. It's that's what matters, man. So do not fade out, son. Oh, whatever. I'll edit that later. It's still recording. Um, okay, so that that brings that me up well. with the other thing that I want to talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I put in the food. I just got a fake soundboard. <laughs> um, think about this this way. In in uh, biology, right? The whole concept of evolution is survival of the fittest. So only the most fit males will have will mate with the most amount of females and thus produce the most amount of offspring. Like fitness is associated with the amount of offspring that you produce, right? So Directly fertile, associated with many this. fertile women. Yeah. <laughs> so a dude who has a bunch of kids is technically the most fit, right? Yeah. Is is and evolution favors that person because but now they're carrying the on those genes. We've but now it's exactly it's the I mean irresponsible kind of people. It's kind of bad, but uh, generally it's known that the poor people have more children than the more rich people. Yeah. So all those people who you know, are very, very, very intelligent. Their their uh, proportionality in the population is going downwards. So we're right. selecting for more of the, I don't want to say the idiots, but basically, you know, the people who <laughs> the people the people who are aren't as rich and thus aren't as successful in our terms. We're selecting for those people instead it's of reversed. selecting for the rich people it's a reverse it so is. if you're rich you need to have a bajillion kids but, it's, but every rich person that has a kid it costs them more money yeah because but they rich. take it seriously but they take it seriously so they can only have one or two quality good kids yeah. as opposed to trailer park betty and her five little shits that she doesn't like or octomom with her fucking yeah. 17 kids if, if you look at it economically that's why that's why in every generation with the with the like industrial age yeah. uh the the um the, the intelligent people have less kids. And that's probably what fucking happened with Egypt. Oh, but you know what else it is? Because they don't have a lot of... Like, because they don't have a lot of money, they can't afford... They don't have the they don't take standard of, of living. Yeah. And they don't take good care of it. So their probably death rate is larger than the people. Not who, nowadays. Not now. Yeah, maybe. I don't think so. But that's why they're developing. They have... Yeah. Medical plans. And they have... Which is great, okay? Yeah. I'm not, let me, you know, I just sound like an elitist prick here. But at some point, it's going to be you against other people, mm -hmm. right? In the U.S., it's already starting to brush up the uncomfortable zone mm -hmm. because poor people that have super amounts of credit card debt can't pay for their health anymore. Mm -hmm. So they've lost one of the pillars, right? So it's getting to that point. Now... As the average U.S. citizen, they said, well, we're going to give everybody health care, but we're going to take $10,000 off your paycheck every year extra. They'd be like, fuck that. Let them die. I mean, in a way, that's really what they're saying. I want my family to have that $10,000. I don't want everybody to be better, just mm -hmm. myself. Canada's more insulated from that, but it's going that way. Which, how much of carbs? Mm -hmm. Scary, though. But Europe still, Europe is way more ahead of everyone else in the world with their policies like yeah they get taxed a lot but look at the quality of their life that they get but so Vancouver too Vancouver yeah but we're I mean our government's shit in the bed basically with what everything what's wrong what's wrong think about it 
I think the w- number one thing that's wrong is our energy policies, our environmental policies. Very, very, very short-sighted. And in terms of what? The tar sands? No, that is a good point. It is pretty destructive. Like, I'm talking about the... Not, our provincial government has done a great job. I'm talking about the... Uh, except for selling off resources, like selling off fresh water. Bad call because fresh water is going to be a huge topic yeah. in the future. Yeah. Um, but I think our, our um, like the Canadian government, Stephen Harper, he really shit the bed on the environment. Really, really bad. But what? Just the sand, just the tar sands? Well, they're making, they're doing They're giving, they're giving a, a bunch of cuts to all the tar sands people, right? When tar sands. But isn't it good for us as a nation? Increase our GDP? Don't the people want to see that? Doesn't it employ people? Isn't it building up Alberta? Isn't it a trade-off that it's okay? It's just like a dirty desert. It's useless shit. Do you Uh, really care? Wouldn't you rather have it, our production, than just taking it from the Arabic people? No. So you'd rather rather they fuck up all of Saudi Arabia than just ruin a little bit of our dirt upstairs? Dude, that's a lot. That's a lot. A huge, huge area of Alberta that they're fucking up, and I mean, and it's not really the area; it's it's the pollutants that they're getting into the ocean and stuff. Yeah, but it's not near the ocean. I think they need. I, I think that instead of uh, not into the ocean, but I think what they they should have done is concentrated less on the tar sands, and concentrated on these alternative oh. clean energy methods. Like it's true. Well, people can't change that quick. You gotta give them kudos for keeping the stack of cards, man. They're still stacking stacks on the stack of cards. Get one sh- stack of cards gone. Well, I just bought this car. I, I'm totally, I can't afford it. I thought the tipping point will be when people prefer to not work than to have a car to drive to work. That's a tipping yeah. point. Because at the point when you say gas is five dollars a liter yeah. and I use twenty or thirty liters to get to work, yeah. I can't afford gas and to get to work, man. Yeah. That changes the game. Yeah. So then you're like, food's more expensive, and you're like, shit, where are these farmers gotta give us our shit? Why is everything going getting so expensive? Oh, yeah. we can't get the fucking store's empty. Yeah. Where's all my fucking food? Yeah. Next thing you know, it's like our entire distribution mechanism will fail. So what do you what would you do? The fucking, there's nothing in the supermarket. You gotta start growing your own shit, dude. You're too late. Well, I'm already gonna start growing my own shit. You're too late, man. Now? You should be growing it now. Man. What if tomorrow there's nothing in the market at all? It's not gonna happen that quick. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what would you do? I'd fucking go hunting. People? No, I'm not gonna eat people. You think other people would? Probably. So what are you gonna do? Sit inside and wait to die? You need food. Go to your neighbor's house and rob them? I got some tuna. A lot of people have a lot of tuna. But what are you going to do on day two? <laughs> I have no tell. People are going to be eating a lot of condiments. <laughs> what are you going to do once you run out of condiments? Oh. Because people are going to break in your house before you get it. They're going to be up in your grill. They're going to be up in your grill. And then they're going to organize. So the dumbest, meanest ones are going to be the most detrimental. And then the police are going to run out of gas for their fucking cars. So what are the police now? It's just going to be like the French Revolution all over and over again. I didn't study anything about that. I hate timelines. We learned that French last time. <laughs> French Revolution. They, they like stormed into the, the castle. And tried to take the food? Think about, think about any revolution. Like the That's Bolshevik true, Revolution, yeah. right? It's always they Everyone, go after the leaders. Yeah, they go yeah. after the leaders because they get so yeah. pissed. They're true, because they so all the food. Yeah, yeah true. But in this place, it's de- decentralized. They'll just be eating a lot of like salty food. There are no leaders, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? March on your mayor? Your mayor's a fucking pansy. He's yeah. a pansy, pansy ass. I mean, maybe he isn't. I don't know. People will probably invade Bill Gates' house though. <laughs> probably for sure. That's when it's like shit. I didn't have any money before. Yeah. No money doesn't mean shit. Yeah. And I also have weapons. So, you know, hey, I like that Range Rover. I needed to drive my dirty little kids around. <laughs> Look, I got myself a Range Rover. <laughs> right? It's going to be live. Lots of that shit. Anyways, this is my tinfoil hat stuff. Yeah. Flora's listening. Sorry. She said I didn't do this conversation 40 times, but I find it very fascinating. And, and also fascinating that it's not motivating. Isn't it scary? But it's not motivating, and I don't know why. I should be learning 
to beat the fuck out of people from buying guns. That's really what just happened. But I just, I, I, I don't know. I can't see the gears slamming shut, even if it goes slowly. So I don't think you have to like worry that much about self defense, but just trying to get back to what we were initially. But doing back to our animal animal sides, you know. What if you did have a nice little farm in the middle of the fucking city? You're the only moron. They're gonna jack. Mm-hmm. They're like, give me your carrots, or I'll kill you. There's a whole bunch of people. But you have to learn how to. Uh, what I'm saying is, you have to learn how to survive off the elements yeah. until you can like like get the far away. Yeah. It'll be the same as a zombie. Where it'll be the worse than a zombie apocalypse because the people will be smart, mm-hmm. and there'll be groups of them, and it'll be group versus group. Nobody ever does a movie like that. You, you realize that? I have That'd never. Cool. I've never fucking seen a movie about that. Like a quote. Actually, there's a lot of books about globalization dystopias. What's that? <laughs> Taking globalization like a corporate to the level. Yeah. A corporate uh, leader of the whole world. <laughs> like, the world's controlled by four different corporations. Yeah. But, we gotta keep going. Yeah. Okay. Okay, next Okay, so what we were talking about. We were talking about a lot. It's been an hour, man. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's, let's, let's check it out. Let's What's the last, next one. Okay. Sorry, we've been digressing quite a bit. Sorry, time, peeps. Good conversation. Good conversation. I think this one's better. I don't know if, like, to me, I really appreciate this type of conversation, and that's why I like to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, I never do this. Yeah. I just do not, I talk about it maybe online, but I never do it. I look it up for myself, when, you know, I was like, fuck, let's just do this fucking thing, just for our own enjoyment. Yeah. You know? It's such a smart idea, and my brother's like, well, it's, I'm like, this isn't supposed to be a lecture. He's like, it's kind of like just listening to you guys talk. But that's exactly like, it though <laughs> that's what I said I'm like I appreciate that like I like I go and I like rake the leaves or I, I, I'm doing something else I walk away from my computer I go yeah. for a walk or I just like sit there and listen and it's like being in like a, a group you know sharing ideas it's crazy that we're so I don't want to say similar to them but our normal conversations like when I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast I the number one thing that I was thinking was like man it'd be cool to sit down and talk to this dude for a while yeah you know? yeah if you compare our levels of conversations to most other people's levels of conversations, completely different. I guess. I don't I only talk to smart people. Oh, snap! <laughs> oh, snap! I do, really. Yeah. Because when you talk to dumb people, you're like, dude. I feel like an asshole. Like, I don't... I... I this is just because I'm so fucking elitist. I'm just going to get your shirt as an elitist on it. Yeah. But you have to surround your people with smart people. Smart and positive people. The word drama doesn't exist in my vocabulary. I don't like it when it exists. And it's like, I'm going to go to the club and then this and drama, drama, drama. You're just distracting yourself, really. You're distracting yourself from working on your own problems. Distracting yourself from the fact that your job sucks and you're not making ends meet and you want to buy all this stuff from Walmart and then sign your credit card. Yeah. can't pay it off you got kids you don't like or didn't want and you're stuck there you're just pissed so this is the diversion it's going people that can handle that shit and people that are just like regular people the people that are fucked up on like aren't happy with their lives really really well I mean they really make it obvious you know just by just, by behavior they revel in it yeah you can change anything you want at any point in time and you can change it but I can't I have bills to pay I got kids, but maybe that's true. Yeah. Don't fuck your life up from day one. Yeah. I never listen to my parents, but they're right. I never listen to people. I just, and it's might be a Scorpio thing. I just, I don't listen to them. No. But then it comes to me and I'm like, wow, my pop said the exact same thing. God damn it, dad. But I'm, Why are you so smart? And then, and then you realize that the, what's that Ethiopian proverb? Uh, teach, tell them once. If they do not listen, let adversity teach them. Yeah. It's true. Wow. And you just have to fucking let it go. Yeah. And it's so hard. You're like, you're going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. You're doing it wrong. I see it. I've done it. I've yeah. done it. Literally, yeah. I have pictures. Oh, shit. No, I'm going to just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll figure it out. But I can, you know, I, I don't know. I can listen. What was the next topic? Uh, I was going to talk a bit about the collaborative consumption versus... Um, Should we say that one for our next thing? Yeah. It's, it, it relates to this collaborative consumption model now yeah. the ebays and the um, craigslist we'll talk about that next time very cool so i don't know what's what's new with you this week we didn't recap that we forgot about that oh uh, 
Um, Anything quick? I want to put you on the spot here. Crazy jujitsu stuff. Yeah, I've been going to MMA. There's this one like choke that he he taught us. Um, it's like a choke to an armbar where you grab the guy's arm across like this okay. around his neck, and then you grab it from over there. Okay. So you're choking him out like this, <laughs> and then you can also put him into an armbar. And it's probably if you get stuck in that, that's probably the most humiliating because <laughs> you the have crucifix. Yeah, crucifix almost. is worse. It's because you have no control over your body. If you're if you're like that, you. You're mounted at like really high, yeah. so you can't move anywhere. Yeah. You somehow managed to grab your arm, <laughs> put it over here, and then grab it on the other side. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh. like it's, you're choking yourself. You're choking yourself. It's very humiliating. And you can't roll because you yeah. got hooks in there. It's very humiliating. So if you got caught in that, it's just like, oh, <laughs> did you man. get caught in that? No, no. Okay. <laughs> he's like, he's, that's just I got a really funny arm. concept. It's a funny concept yeah. that he'd go to so far length. He's like, listen. You guys are my pupils. I can't let you get caught by this one. Yeah. This is a rookie move. Yeah. Don't let him do this. <laughs> That's an you know what? I want to always get caught on the guillotine. Really? Every single time. It's so hard. And now I tuck my chin in, but when I go for a takedown, I'll I'll go in. And then they like this. And, and then, then they just yeah. go, and then fall back. And sometimes they don't even have to fall they back. Throw they the can legs stand up. up. Yeah. Throw the legs up. But now I've learned to tuck my chin in, and it, uh, it helps to get out from it, but... Man, MMA is just, it's just cool. I have to do it. Jiu-jitsu, so the cool thing about jiu-jitsu is that you go in there, it's it's a competitive environment. It's not an aggressive environment, yeah. Yeah. which means that uh, like even if you get pissed off, if you give up something, you're not going to you know, like throw harder punches yeah. or whatever. It's all about technique. It's all about escaping. You can still win. And you can still win, like, yeah. like I was talking about the war thing last time, but it's very respectful. Yeah. Like I can walk out of a jiu-jitsu class without, I mean, I'm, he might tweak my shoulder or something, but, but it's I'm your fine. fault. Right? I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. In you fact, just you feel it. It reminds you. Yeah. It reminds you of a mistake. But when you're doing boxing and stuff, it can get pretty like hectic. Yeah. But jujitsu is like very like respectful and yeah. you know, you're, you're not going to get knocked out. Have you done like a 90, uh, 90% um, sparring? Like, you've gone, like, 90% no, sparring? No, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't really... I, that's another thing I need to learn is how to go light. Yeah. Because sometimes people yeah. go hard and I match them. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, they're giving you the intensity level, right? Yeah. But I, usually, I don't know what I you usually do, never right? throw... I usually never, like, really get into my, to my hooks and my punches. I'll kind of, like, throw them like this just to get the technique. But sometimes I kick pretty hard because it's hard to control yeah. your kicks. So you wing them because you're... Yeah, it's all hip, right? Um... But the jujitsu is usually 100%. Yeah. Jujitsu is 100%. Just yeah. stand up and it's different. Yeah, I'm stoked, man. I, I'm not without worries. I mean, obviously, but I have to face my. I think once I get in there, I love it. I yeah. just have to get out of it. It comes natural for a lot of people. Yeah. If you do, I have to show you some things. I have to show you Joe Lazan's highlights, man. Yeah. Joe Lazan, Ivan Salivari, and Donald Cerrone. Yeah. Those are probably three of my favorite under underground fighters. You won't hear about them a lot. Donald yeah. Cerrone, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Joe Lazan is so skilled. I'll show you a highlight reel after. Pretty dope. That's what's new with me. So uh, where can we find you, Preet? Uh, I am on Twitter at ErudianArt, or you can visit my website at ErudianArt.com. That's probably the best way to contact me. What about you? I'm uh, TellMe747.com. It's got my landing page. I'm going to redesign it. And Scorpio, 5-C-O-R-P-I-0. It's pretty yeah. annoying. I tried to get Tell Me 747 and threw a fuck up. I lost it. So I was uh, gonna... Anyway. And uh, next podcast, what do you think? I think we should do it. It won't be Saturdays on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Let's do it uh, the, the weekend of the 4th or 6th. So yeah. the weekend after in January? Okay. Yeah. Next year. All right. Are you well, off in the next week? Anyway. I'm, I'm in Vernon. Oh, you're in Vernon. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, everybody. All right. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the new year. So have a happy holiday and uh, happy new year. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Peace out. Peace.